Hi, I'm Rachel Dillon, and together with my husband, Marcus Dillon, we lead Who's Really the Boss podcast, where we highlight the joys and challenges of running a business with your spouse or family. Our mission is to strengthen families and businesses by helping listeners avoid the mistakes we have made so they can lead and live happily ever after. Welcome back to another episode of Who's Really the Boss podcast. Hey, thanks for having me back. Okay, so are we winging it today with this episode? That's how I live life. Yeah, so. <laughs> so we are actually um, talking about winging it or working for it and kind of the differences of what are the results when you are just winging something or working for it. So, well, this probably won't come as a surprise, but what's your natural inclination? I already said, yeah, it's wing it. Um, I think the the... The, the piece that I have and just being able to react and respond is there working for it. I get bored and lose interest and go find something else to do. So I just live it one wing at a time. <laughs> I think I might be mostly jealous, <laughs> envious that you are able to live in such a manner where you're like, it'll work out. It'll be fine. Like, we'll just show up and just do the thing. Um, and I am like, every detail needs to be planned and there needs to be four backup plans for whenever those things do not work. So if anyone listened to last week, that's why the trip to drop Kinley off at college, uh, was a little bit hard to process while yeah. we were there. Um, but it all worked out. Yeah. And, and I live life by just tell me where I need to be at a certain time. I'll be late, of course, but um, I'll show up and be presentable, hopefully. You'll get there about the right time, right? Yeah, like yeah. five to 10 minutes or something like Make that. Make an entrance. Yeah. <laughs> so I was listening to a podcast, of course, or heard from someone that when you wing it, that people will go home happy, but not fulfilled. And usually... You know, for people who are like naturally gifted or talented or maybe even just passionate about something, if they wing it, they can usually land somewhere in the top 20% of people in that area, whatever it might be. But if you work for it, that's where you actually find the satisfaction and fulfillment. And those people who have like the natural inclination or natural talent for something will actually end in the top 2% hmm. versus the top 20. So that's where it's like, where is the differentiation that gives people maybe the desire or the drive to want to be in that top 2% versus like being good with okay, well, I'm still better than 80% of the people. I'm good here. I'm just good right here. Yeah. And I would say that in my experience and in, in my life, um, there's parts where you do work for it and aspects where you do work for it. And I remember back to, you know, where you're thinking about college or certain exams, uh, credentialing, things like that. And you put forth the effort and take the CPA exam, for example, you know, you 
the person that scores perfect scores on all four sections just mean they work too hard. And uh, <laughs> when it's a pass fail, uh, it's just, yeah, you put in way too much effort. Uh, you may, if you make a perfect score, you may get recognized by the state as like being the number one nerd. But other than that, like <laughs> Uh, the guy who graduates last in his doctoral class is still called a doctor. And so I think that's the piece that you have to assess in life. Uh, like where, where are you getting a return on that additional time, that additional stress, that additional effort versus are you okay with 80%? And I live my life being okay with 80% for the most <laughs> part. Um, it, it's funny because we're also preparing some for some events uh later this year and uh where we've been asked to speak and and prepare for these events because they're larger events and they're out of our control and obviously there's mo more moving pieces and so been doing things well in advance of what i would typically do um and as part of that it's almost like well what if things change the day before what if what if i don't want to speak on that or what if I don't want to share it that way? And that's what goes through my mind. And I actually get stuck a lot of times because of you coming across less natural and more rehearsed versus natural, authentic, real world experience. And that that's the that's the flip side. So I think you have to balance out what the situation calls for, what everybody wants to be in the 98%, right? Um, so what you're saying is that you wing it because when it comes from that moment, you're older and wiser than you would have been if you had planned it a week or a month yeah. or a year in advance. Yeah, I am so thankful uh, <laughs> that we started life really early and that we came out of the gate like a cannon. And, mm -hmm. you know, we just got shot out and, um, you know, got married the month after we graduated college and sat for the CPA exam, thankfully passed some parts, uh, and then immediately had kids, you know, started that journey. And at 23, we had a newborn. Uh, I think I was 20. No, we were both 23, right? Uh, no, I was 22. You were 23. Yes. And so, um, you know, I think the fact that we had a lot of responsibility early on, I had, in my 20s and 30s, I had energy for that responsibility. Now in my 40s and when I am in my 50s, I don't know that I'll have the same amount of energy to care uh, about things that I did back then. So I think the fact that we kind of preloaded some of our life experiences in our 20s and 30s now gives me the confidence to wing it a lot more in my 50s, my, my 40s and 50s than maybe others. Yeah. And I'll say that just a little bit different way that God blessed us with that responsibility when we had the energy. And also he carried us through the whole way because we had no clue, yeah. no clue what we were doing in parenthood, in work, in anything, like in life in general. But we, were, we didn't know what we were doing, but we were doing it. We bought a house. We had jobs. We had kids. We had yeah you know, all so, the things. So thankful to be able to say, oh, well, they're just dumb kids, yes. you know, versus yes. if we would have been in that situation and waited later in life for some of those responsibilities, then it's like, you should know better. You know, you've been around the block, but you got to give people grace. No one's been there, um, it, you know, given their circumstances, even if they, they, they have somebody to look up to. So, so I think honestly, that when we talk about, um, 
winging it. Like there are micro things within our lives that we're winging like on a daily basis. But from a macro level, from a big picture, the business is something that we are constantly working on. Now the the pieces of how we work on it, that's winging it. But the business as a whole, we are constantly working on that. And I think, I mean, you've been at it for 12 years uh, in ownership, and then I've been along with you for 10 of those 12 years uh, in ownership. And so just thinking, when does this get easier? I don't think it does. (laughs) So, um, Well, it's funny because I'm like, this is something that we are constantly working on and constantly thinking about. And, you know... This is kind of the answer, I I believe, you know, after thinking through all of this conversation, but constantly looking for ways to make it better with the hopes that if it's better, it's easier. So I think you have to look at how you're wired and be okay with that. And I think that comes with self-reflection and therapy and things that are now talked about. That you do so well. Yeah, Uh, (laughs) that are now talked about in the world we live in and the world we work in. And the piece there is, if you look back at, you know, does this get any easier in business? No, like it just changes. It's just different. And I wing it, you work for it, visionary integrator, you know, like there's some different things there and you have to be okay with your role in a certain situation, whether that's at work, at home, at whatever the situation calls for. And maybe that's what people need to, to learn um, to, to deal with better. And so, yeah, there's areas of your life where you t- totally could wing it and be successful and be okay with 80%. But then are there areas where it calls for additional work? It calls for to be in that 98% to, to be successful in your mind. Yeah. And I think, I think the important thing to pay attention to is if it does get easier, I think you need to ask yourself, when was the last time you made something better? So if it's feeling easy, (laughs) are you now complacent? Are there things now that if we let them go easy for too long, the easy is actually going to start to be a decline. So whatever that might look like in the business or in life. Yeah. I, I think that's a good point. The other piece, what I look at, be, because you do have to make the decision, okay, what what areas am I going to put additional effort into, put additional investment into? If I'm able to go from a wing it and get 80% right to a work for it and only get 82% right and not hit that 98% because maybe I'm just not, I'm not wired or, you know, skilled enough to get to that point that's reserved for a special um, person or situation. You have to be okay with, okay, I tried that. I only got this much additional profit this much additional result out of that additional work, I need to go and not do that again because it wasn't worth it. Right. And so I think those are the other pieces that you have to follow a plan, uh, whether that's in life or in business, modify that plan as you go down the road. But then 
as situations come up, as things come up where you can choose, like how much effort am I going to give into this situation? You kind of have to go based off experience and the results that you want to see, like how much effort you put into it. So, yeah. And I think too, on that, the areas where you're naturally drawn, naturally gifted, naturally skilled, those research shows, I won't quote who, I have no idea. Um, But those are the areas that you should lean into and work for because those are the areas that you really are most likely to get to that top 2% where other areas where you've put in work, but you don't have that natural gifting or inclination towards, you're almost wasting your time because you may only get 1% better or 2% better, which doesn't even take you near the top of anything, which is where we would say, that's where you delegate. That's where you find someone who that is their gifting. So, and that does not matter if that is outsourcing laundry or dinner or outsourcing accounting or IT services, um, whatever it might be, but not feeling like the answer is, I have to work harder for this thing when it's just not in your wheelhouse or even in your desire zone. Yeah. Uh, How do you identify when it's appropriate not to work for it? I I think those are the other pieces because given recent experience, I'm okay. The business is okay up to a certain point, winging it being 80% good. You work for it. You do different things that don't work that you invested in and you actually go backwards. And so I think, how do you build in these checks to say, you know, here's this mile marker assessment time, you know, like, are we going to continue to keep driving at this short-term pace, this sprint, so we can get to this goal of 98% success, whatever that is, those have to be built in along the way, those mile markers to actually force you to stop and check in on progress. And that could be in a home situation that could be in a work situation. I know that we have in, in the recent past, like just blown through mile markers because you feel that maybe momentum is carrying you and it's not momentum. It's grind at a certain point. Like you're, you may be, um, going downhill, but nothing good is down there. Um, And it's just the momentum of getting to the bottom of the hill faster. Yeah. And I'll just talk in real specifics. So um, when we look at, you know, growth for our business and trying to grow, we constantly have to come back to what are our values what season of life are we in and what season of life are the majority of our team members in what is important to those people and then what is the purpose driving the growth of our business is the purpose to make it on a list somewhere or make it to a top line revenue mark or is the growth which in our case it it is what we want to achieve is to give more opportunity to the people that we have. We want them to have the achievements and the awards and even the financial compensation that goes with all of their gifts and all of their time that they're pouring out. Um, And then assessing 
Okay. And the way that we're getting there, does that also align with the lifestyle that all of us collectively as the group want to lead? And what are the financial costs and what are the time and opportunity costs of going after, yeah. you know, bigger? Well, let me answer like um, those vanity metrics. I, I want those vanity metrics. I want to be on that list. I want to have year over year growth. And once I've made the list in the future, I want to be higher on that list or I want to hit that vanity metric of a certain revenue amount. That's where you get lost when ego gets involved and emotion gets involved. And then you bypass smart decisions like profit, like lifestyle, like inputs of hours for the resulting profit or whatever um, outcome is part of those inputs. And you have to constantly battle that. And as the person who leans more visionary and leans more winging it, um, you have to have a break to your accelerator. And that's not a bad thing. It just, you have to use both, um, as the road calls for it. And if not, you're going to either be going, uh, like Tommy boy, what, seven miles an hour. Uh, <laughs> do you know how fast you were going? Or you're going to never touch the brake and go off the side of the cliff. And mm -hmm. I think those are the pieces you do. You do what's right in the moment and you use both accelerator and brake for what the situation calls for. And though it was Chris Farley, it was Black Sheep reference, oh, not Black Tommy Sheep? Boy, Sorry. just in case anybody's going back to find that one. Yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> um, but you and I, I think this is what makes us work well together. I mean, hopefully we're almost 20 years in in marriage and 10 years uh, in business. But I just look at it and think about the timing of how everything's happened. And this is current. This is uh August of 2023, September of 2023, and thinking about we have one child who we just left in launched. a foreign country yeah. <laughs> in college. We launched her. That's right. And then we have one two years behind her. So we have two years left with um, Avery at home and just thinking how God is protecting our time and our family and making opportunities for us to really connect and solidify those bonds as a family versus like pouring the extra that we have into um, the business or even outside networking, which again, this is not that we stopped. We just got back from a conference um, where we were able to do that and meet new people, but where that's not the main focus. Whereas in two years, it very likely could be, we will have so many more hours and less calendar events, maybe, uh, if Avery's not swimming in college. Uh, but just the timing is a little bit different and feeling like this isn't like a failure or a setback, but that this is a gift and like a protection of our time. Yeah. Uh, I'll push back a little bit there, uh, <laughs> because, uh, I think you're okay to be hopeful for that next season of life and that it does free up your calendar a little bit. What we've seen over our lifetime is the calendar never gets freed up. It, it all yeah. is prioritizing what is important to you in that mm -hmm. season. And so, yeah, like the next two years could bring travel for swim meets, could bring grandkids down the road, could bring travel. And it's not that 
you're automatically going to then have all this freedom to do what you're saying no to now. You still may choose to say no to those items. And that's where you can't wish away your days for that. And at the same time, you have to embrace what's possible now to maximize the life that you live. And so um, there was a, a quote, um, you know, something, uh, and I'm going to get it totally wrong, but it's, um, you know, live life while you're living or something to that extent. So, you know, take the trip, um, buy the car, what, whatever that is for you, um, while you can enjoy it. If, if you delay all that, you may not be in a position to get to get to experience that freedom or that joy that is on the side of it, on the side of that decision, on the other side of that decision. Yeah. I think that's where uh, it's more of a uh, personal probably wiring of how people are. And given the situation, it may be one or the other for the same person. So Yeah. And I think just making sure that whatever you are working towards um, with the right amount of time, the right amount of effort, the right amount of consistency should be producing results. If it's only producing frustrations or um, not moving the needle in the right direction, it may be time to look at outside help. So delegating or getting support from someone, getting assistance from someone to continue as you're working for it. Because if it's not moving the needle, you might as well quit wasting your time. <laughs> Just wing it and be good with <laughs> whatever that, you know, being in the top 20 rather than the top two. Yeah. So, so leaving people today with, um, whatever, whatever that aspect of life or business would highly recommend putting in some mile markers. Yeah. Like, you know, um, maybe that's a once, once a month check in with somebody that can hold you accountable. Maybe that's every other week, depending on the season um, that, that you're going through, because if you can continue going in the wrong direction, you're just going to be that much more lost. Um, so getting back on the right path. So figure out um, before uh, before is ideal, but maybe not always the case. But as you're going into a new situation, figure out what those mile markers could be to where you either do hit the brakes a little bit or you put the foot down and accelerate through. All right. Well, this has been a good conversation. See you on the next. All right. Thanks. Thanks for hanging with us to the end of another episode. Leave us a review with your thoughts, comments, and feedback on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss any future episodes. Join us again next week for another great conversation.